Welcome everyone to another fun edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Pollard, beaming out to you from Sunshine Beach, meeting today with the fresh and frisky Hillary Weiss. Hillary, g'day, very warm welcome from down under. Where are you hanging out? I'm in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks so much for having well, me, Tom. How do you say coffee in, in Brooklyn? Do you say it like <laughs> with an R? You say coffee? <laughs> no, we actually just say coffee. So I'm from South Florida, so I'm a transplant. But I think you're thinking uh, um, sometimes okay. coffee, coffee. There's a W in the in the New York pronunciation of coffee, especially the Brooklyn pronunciation of coffee. So it's not coffee, it's coffee. Coffee. Okay. There we well, go. Perfect. Diversity is what I say. As long as it's it's <laughs> it's in my cup and I'm drinking it, I don't mind what you call it. Folks, Hillary and I worked together before, and she's just flat out fun and a breath of fresh air. She has this, so her unique thing is how to take you and shine the spotlight on you and your personality and your beliefs and what you stand for. Because a lot of us find when we articulate that or try to present that on our website, it kind of looks templated or muddy. Mm -hmm. Hillary knows how to get you shining brightly and how to get noticed, but for you, not for some marketing formula thing. She's a creative director. She's a messaging strategist. My goodness, she has some cool stuff around her how to articulate your brilliance. She's a coach. She's a speaker. Every day, she helps really competent business owners, just like you and your teams, turn big, brazen ideas into clear concepts and captivate the planet. Ta-da! No Hillary. <laughs> and thank you to Hillary's mum who wrote that bio. I did. I did. Add my own flavor at the start there from what I know of you, Hillary. Our no title today, which we co we co-wrote this, didn't we? We did, indeed. We're a collaboration. Collaborative effort. How to <laughs> listen, how to listen to your own ideas and make waves and get noticed in your marketplace. Our seven minutes starts now, Hillary. Question number one is who's your ideal client? So I work with creative service providers, coaches, consultants, strategists who are really, really fantastic at what they do, but are right now still best kept secrets in their corner of the industry. So they're phenomenal at what they do. No one knows about them yet. And they want to create really phenomenal standout personal brands that don't just represent who they are and what they do so phenomenally well, but also give them a platform to continue to grow, to grow their thought leadership platform, to speak, to teach, whatever it is that they want to do. The bulk of my work is yes, creative direction and messaging strategy, but positioning, coaching, as well as a big core of what I do, because that's the, the focus of the positioning of positioning itself, I find. Sweet spot. Thank you. Tell us about the problem yourself. Six and a half minutes left. Oh, I just got into it. See, I'm, I'm a fast talker. I'm getting ahead You're of myself ahead of here. You're ahead of your time. You're ahead of my so, time. <laughs> I'm killing it right now. You have everyone hear that? But no, the so the problem that I solve is again for these best kept secret business owners, a big problem with creatives is that so many of them are so intelligent, so hardworking, so at such a high level of output and such a high level of client work. They don't have an ability to sort of see the forest for the trees of what they're doing so well. So nine right. times out of 10, a client will come to me and say, like, hey, I want to do this. I need to figure out my most powerful position in the market. I want to be a strong personal brand. I want to speak. I want to teach, but I have no idea how right. I do what I do so well. Maybe this whole thing was actually a fluke. Clients keep coming. I have a strong referral network, but <laughs> I want to be generating more leads. I want to be sharing content. I want to be putting myself out there, but I have no clue what makes me different or what makes me stand out in the marketplace. Can you help me? And luckily for them, the answer is yeah. Right. So Question three is, what are some of the typical symptoms? And we've, we've already mentioned a few. I mean, they feel like the world's best kept secret. You know, there's like, they 
they're on to their hundred fluke. In other words, they've got 100 successful clients and they still think, wow, I'm getting lucky here. So let's talk about symptoms and we've got five minutes left. It is one of the symptoms that they really are, they create some brilliant ideas and put it out in the marketplace and they hear crickets. Yes, absolutely. Because so often they don't have a clear plan for how to roll it out. They haven't really done content strategy before. A lot of them haven't launched because a lot of the way people come up in the creative service provider world, like coaches, copywriters, designers, strategists, all those guys, they are often really hand to mouth with their work. So it's like, okay, project, let me deliver. All right. So there's just not an opportunity for them to think through the strategy of rolling out of what it takes to show up consistently of what it takes to create an offer for a really specific target. Because again, they're just so close to their work every single day that they need somebody to help them pull back, figure out what the game plan is, and also make sure their offers are really powerfully positioned and targeted for the people they want to be working with. So that when they get that in front of their ideal client, it's a no brainer and an immediate yes. Gets cut through, motivates people to want to know more. Thank you. Four minutes left. Well, let's talk about a bit more about some of the common mistakes because, again, you're ahead of your time. So <laughs> good. We, we, talk, we talk about bright people that are typically smart people, are hardworking. Yep. They, they're not going to feel fulfilled, and that's a real driver for them, unless yeah. they're getting noticed, unless they're helping people and getting that cut through. So the try yep. stuff is what I'm saying. What would you say are some of the most common mistakes they make in trying to solve this problem? Three and a half minutes left. Oh, you're eating into my time. Oh my God. No, the biggest mistake I find is that people tend to overload on information. I have this email that goes out to my list that says, stop unhinging your jaw. It talks about how a Python eats a a cow and it's just very slowly. And so that's the, that is the inclination of creatives to just take in more and more information because surely once they know everything, they'll be ready to act. But actually it's self-trust that's essential to taking that big step, making that movement, taking that leap. And they actually need less information and more focus on action. And that's one of the things we talked about before we started recording. You know, a lot yeah. of the best stuff, folks, happens before I press the record button. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, you know, you, you talked about people hearing their own ideas. Yeah. And understanding that they're often gold. Yeah. Probably not the ideas. I used to have, you know, drink a bottle of red wine and have ideas until they were ground well breakers all the next morning. I woke up and was like, what? Not those ones. <laughs> not those ones. a little bit. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna stop the clock for this. Tell us a little okay. bit more. Question six is is the valuable for reaction. So let's take a little time to go. How do people listen to their own thoughts? I and mean, which ones are mm. good? Which ones are rubbish? What, tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that. So this, the, the which ones are great and which ones are rubbish, unfortunately, comes with practice. And it's really important to get into that zone of, I think it's it's so tempting, especially with the availability of social media to treat your audience, even if it's tiny, like a focus group and just wanting, just crowdsourcing every opinion, either from experts that you follow from your own audience being like, what should I do? Asking your mom. People tend to create via committee in the creative space, which they really shouldn't because all right. the best work comes from going within thinking about, okay, how do I do this? How do I see this? How would I solve this problem that I'm talking about in a way that is backed up by my own experience? What's the answer here? And what's my answer? And I think sort of taking the time and the discipline to reflect on that before and or better yet without crowdsourcing outside opinions is how your best work gets done. And I actually have a freebie called the statement piece framework. And I, which is all about creating standout content by learning to listen to your own ideas. And we kind of have three categories of places where your best ideas come from. And they're often conversations when you're going back and forth with somebody, when you are in the three kind of buckets 
are, am I am I getting ahead of myself? Should I wait for the timer yeah, well, to start? Well, well, let's tell, because no, this is perfect. Question six is where can okay. you go to get more information? Yeah. And you've got this very, very valuable resource, the statement piece framework at That's the one. Hillary Vice. That's uh, so Hillary is two L's, folks. Yeah. Overachieving everywhere. Vice is W E I S dot com slash statement peace framework. The link is yep. below the video if you're watching the video. If you're not, if you're listening to this, it's hillaryvice.com statement peace framework. Go get it. It's good 40 fun. seconds left. Last question. What's the one question Ooh. I should have asked you but didn't? Oh, well, first of all, you should have asked me what are the buckets in the three statement piece categories, which are oh, conversations oh, with oh, your oh. clients, your colleagues, and conversations with yourself. But the last question you should have asked me is, you didn't ask me where I got my headphones, Tom. Hillary, nice. <laughs> Queen of bling. Where did you get your freaking headphones? I got them from a very cute little freaking brand called Skinny Dip London, which I believe has a, a areas in us, uh, shops in Australia as well. Highly recommend. Fabulous, fun stuff. Skinny Dip. For those of you who don't know what Skinny Dip is, <laughs> just Google it, all right? Because this, this is a family show. Hillary, nice. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, Tom, thank you so much. We did it. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.